<laughs> right on. So I'm, I'm close enough to the mic? I think I think so. Say say something else. Uh, yeah. Am I close enough to the mic? For yeah, this? that or looks should good. Should I be back here? Or should no, I be, be close. Be right. close. Be as close as you can. Um, gotcha. There we go. Right okay. Welcome to I Know the Owner, a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. I'm Charlene Wellington, and I'm your host and the owner. And I'm here with Brad Perrine from American Cheese. That's me. And uh, we're going to talk some shit. Hey, Brad, how's it going? Super. How's everything for you? Everything's good. We're here at American Cheese. It's a rainy Thursday night. There appears to be a couple people in here, so that's nice. Yeah, thank God. (laughs) Help. Uh, What should we talk about? What should we talk talk about? about? Well, let's let's see. Um, We know each other a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, from before the pandemic. Bar owners I in the same neighborhood. Bar owners in the same neighborhood. We yep. had some staff in common, but I feel like we got to know each other better through the bar owners text <laughs> chat. <laughs> Absolutely. I did. We are the luckiest people to, the, to have places in this neighborhood. I yeah. Mean, it's like, yeah. I moved in eight years ago mm-hmm. and bar four was here. Uh-huh. I was here for 14 years. I mean, it's like, yeah. that was a neighborhood staple. Yeah, it was. And I, we found this place, they were selling, we found this place. And, I mean, you know, there's always competition in different neighborhoods. You look at places uh-huh. like Williamsburg that's been saturated with new yeah, bars and yeah. all the rest. And, and, and places are actually, you know, going against each other trying to get business. Yeah. This, this neighborhood... Does not. Does not yeah. at all. It's yeah. amazing. Like, They're... just right from the beginning, I was welcomed in, in mm-hmm. the neighborhood. We're all, all the dive bars. We all know each other. Mm-hmm. We all get along. It's, it's a fantastic it's great. neighborhood yeah. to be in. And, like, customers beware, because if you fuck up in one place, you're probably not going to be allowed in any place. Fuck, so 86 list people right there. We, uh... We'll, we'll put you down. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all stay in touch. It's incredible. Like, what is on, on that one text message thread? About 20 people? Yeah. All and owners in the neighborhood. All owners in the neighborhood. Just looking out for each other. Yeah. Just updating each other. What are you doing other. about this? What are you doing about that? What do you think? Oh, look out for this. Like, nobody's like, oh, I'm not going to share mm-hmm. my... And then I have um, other bar owners, um, you know, in Kensington, where Hinterlands is, mm-hmm. And I'll be like, oh, I was talking to the, the bar owners group. We're thinking about doing this. And they're like, oh, I didn't know about that. And yep. it's like, well, you know, get your, get your applications in for yep. any assistance and all that other stuff. And a lot of people that are not in the group are not, like, they don't know yeah. what's they going on. We're, we're, we're lucky. I mean, but at the same time, we all did it together. I mean, yeah. like... Uh, remember when, when there was only to-go drinks and everything closed uh-huh. down, you know, a few months into this whole thing. Yeah. And they were just trying to give us anything. Oh, you know what, everybody yeah. drink outside. Yeah. You know, like, just, we, this, neighbor, this, this industry has to survive, so. Yeah. And that's why they gave us the parking spots mm-hmm. outside. But when it, when it first started, people were just kind of hanging outside their favorite bar. Yeah, you know? just and standing it, in, like, a yeah, semicircle. Exactly. And that was, <laughs> that was pissing off neighbors, because this was yeah. right in the beginning. You know, yeah. and, like, people were still afraid. Oh, so they're calling the cops, saying, hey, there's 12 people outside of the Cheese, yes. or Hinterlands, or Minis, or Freddy's, or yeah. anything like that, or Buttermilk. And it's like, they were kind of pissed, and the cops came by, and they, mm-hmm. you know, listen, they're just doing their jobs. They yeah. know us. They all know us. Yeah. Like, the yeah. cops are great in this neighborhood, because mm-hmm. they know, 
you know, we're not problems. We're all working together. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're not, not a problem neighborhood. There's yeah. not problem bars around yeah, here. There really isn't. It's, all, it's like yeah. And so they would come by and say, "Listen, guys, you can't have 15 people standing outside. You know, you got to move it along. You got to have seven. <laughs> and so I remember when we when we first started, right? Mm-hmm. Like within a week, I was talking to Kate down at Buttermilk, uh-huh. and she was like. Why don't we do? We should do like a bar crawl, you know. And it's like because we all know each other, we all go to each other's bars. Yeah, it's like try to do that. And at least they're walking and they're moving and they're not staying in one place. Exactly. You know, neighborhood dive bars. The 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 people who work there are going to go to each other's bars. Yeah. You know, so it's like we all know each other really well, and so we started that. And I and I made the little uh, the. there's like a stamp, the, the stamp, like a passport. Yeah, exactly, the stamp, exactly. Yes. And we called it Move It Along Park Slope. Uh-huh. And the first week, it was uh, it was like six of us. It was like uh, American Cheese, Buttermilk, Freddy's, South, Skylark. Young Ethel's, right? The first week was, and so it was like, and we were like, all right, you know, everybody get a, you get a stamp, get mm-hmm. a drink. You know, get a drink of the cheese, walk to buttermilk. Walk, get yeah. a drink of the buttermilk, uh, buttermilk, walk to Freddy's. Yeah. You know, it's like, just drink it on the way and hit mm-hmm. all the places you're going to go anyway. Yeah. And so you get a stamp, and on the sixth one, no matter what, the there was no... The sixth one is free. Exactly. Yeah. The sixth and one, no you get a free like, shot. cursing the other bars. Of course. The other, yeah. Everybody was... Into, by the second week, there were 13 bars on it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was, it was just one of those yeah. things where everybody knows each other. That goes like that. And it's just, we're all working together. You know, it, yeah. it's not like, hey, I want 30 people in front of my bar when you only have five people in front of yours. You know, yeah. it doesn't, it's, it's stupid. It's yeah. like, let's get the neighborhood going again. Let's yeah. get this moving. Let's, yeah. let's become a great neighborhood to go out in like we were before COVID. That's, yeah, that's one thing. And, and I'm a little bit on the outskirts, but that's one thing that like really um, got clarified with COVID was how like we're all in this together. 100%. And I don't understand... Um, neighborhoods where a new place comes in and they're like, oh, this new place is coming in. It's like, there's enough drunks for all of us. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're yeah. all different. But at the same know? time, we are making it all... cooler. And, but it's like, it, <laughs> yeah. until there, it does get saturated. You know, it's kind of like in Williamsburg. We've all been there. Yeah. You know, I used to work there for years. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you ever say, uh, yeah, I was in Williamsburg, but when it was cool, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, because if it sucks now, and not that it sucks now, but it's uh-huh. like, it's a different place than it was 30 yeah, years ago. definitely. But it's like, every person along that timeline made it yeah. what it is now. Yeah, so if it true. sucks, then you're part of the reason it you're, sucks. Yeah, it sucks because you're there. Yeah, don't tell me you were there when it, when it was cool. Oh, you made it cool? <laughs> fuck off. You're a douchebag just by saying that. <laughs> um, are you from New York? Yeah, I grew up in uh, Lower Westchester. You know, like oh, okay. Yonkers, New Rochelle, and a place oh. called East Chester right in between. Gotcha. And when did you first start bartending? I guess it's definitely like 18. 18? So when I was in college. In, in yep. Eastchester? Uh, I was working actually down the city most of the time. Uh, it was basically in the summers between my college years when I was the, like 18, 19, the city, 20. The city, Manhattan? Yeah, okay. in Manhattan. I was working the Upper West Side. I was... Upper West Side, a place called Gentleman Jacks, until we got the season to assist order from Jack Daniels, and <laughs> then we just became Jacks. Okay. Uh, Bar New York on the Upper East Side, so just an old school '90s douchebag okay. type of place. It was great, okay. fun party bar type mm-hmm. of things. That's kind of my background. Is did you start as a like, bar back or did nah, you just, just a bartender? bartender. Uh, like most, actually, bouncer and, okay. and bartender. Do you remember how you got your first job? Yeah, my brother, because uh, my brother is six years older than me, mm-hmm. and he went to high school with some guys that owned um, a place called Bar New York on the Upper mm-hmm. East Side, Kelly's Corner on 89th and 2nd, um, Gentleman Jack's on the Upper West Side, and they just had a bunch of places, and then they got bigger and bigger and bigger, and, and mm-hmm. like, they just went all around the country and all the rest, but... Um, 
because they owned they owned some bars when they were in their early mid twenties, uh-huh. and my brother knew oh, them. Man. And I was like, I want to. I, I knew I wanted to go into bar business, like from the beginning. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm definitely doing that. I like going to bars when I was 18, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I'll keep doing that. You know, I mean, you get paid to party, sort of, when you're when you're 20 and you're doing it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. of course, yeah, it's a blast. And now yeah. that I'm 48, it's uh-huh. like, oh man, this hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. We're the, we're the same age. Yes, there we go. Yeah, graduated <laughs> wow, high school in '91. If our uh, cross paths, did cro- you uh, paths, paths crossed? crossed? Uh, where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Um, but I started bartending much further south. Um, you know, Village, yep. West Village, East Village. Oh yeah, I was like the Westchester like yeah. kid going to the Upper yeah. East Side. You were yeah. the Brooklyn girl going to the yeah, Lower exactly, East Side. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. Whatever's closest, that's right? That's nuts. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So you started as a as a secure as security like, yeah, most of the time because yeah. you were tall. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Six five, so that helps. And uh, yeah. I'm not a big guy, but I'm tall enough that enough. you put in front of a, a door. Yeah. It wasn't like I was like some big, huge doorman letting uh-huh. like Studio 54 in. It was just <laughs> making sure people are fine. How long did you work at that first place? It was weird because they owned a few places, so I worked at a few different ones. And then oh, I would go back to fun. school, and then I would come back during the summers and all the rest. And then I just, uh, after school, just went straight into bartender and they moved me down to Charlotte, North Carolina for a while. Because by this time there was like Bar New York, Bar Charlotte, Bar Tampa. Oh, that's bar, fun. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was like, but it was huge party bar. That's the dream to open like like yeah. a Charlene South and yeah. then have my bartenders rotate from mm-hmm. like, I don't know, Puerto Rico or Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because they, they would open, well actually, so I worked for a few different companies that would do that. They'd open mm-hmm. places in new mm-hmm. cities and just like just blitz it with advertising, uh-huh. and, you know, these big sort of, not cool clubs, kind mm-hmm. of like dipshit, like, yeah, like, like fun. Money it clubs. was like, yeah, everybody's dancing on the bar mm-hmm. acting like idiots, you know, yeah. and it's like, and like, would I go to those places on a regular basis? No, but mm-hmm. would they fun to work at? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go yeah. fireballs, just do whatever the hell uh-huh. you wanted to do with these, these places, you know? Mm-hmm. I remember I worked for uh, another place not that long ago, about 10 years ago, and we opened, um, they're opening a spot down in Key West. Have you Ooh. ever been to Key West? Yes. <laughs> a lot of chickens. <laughs> Seriously. That place is the edge of the world. Well, not yeah. really the edge of the world because there's more remote places, but like that is the edge of society. I like, kind of wish I had been to Key West when I was younger because oh I went God. a few years ago and yeah. I was, I, I didn't realize where I was going and I was, oh. I was like, oh, I'm in definitely the wrong mood for this kind of <laughs> yeah, trip. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, this is like college kids going yeah yeah that's a different breed of humanity mm-hmm. those people are there to be there you know yeah. what I mean those, you don't yeah. just like you know, the, Key West is for people who don't want so you worked anything. in a bar in Key West no we opened one, one okay time. and uh and uh, I remember <laughs> one of the nights where and it was just Key West is a crazy place to begin with mm-hmm. and we're opening some like huge party bar type uh-huh. of thing which is like idiotic but I remember uh one night I fell off the bar while I was dancing on the bar. <laughs> yeah. And I landed on my elbow. It must have been elbow. a high ceiling. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember I landed on my elbow and I was like out for the count kind of thing for the rest of the weekend at bartend. <laughs> so instead I just, one night the band was playing, I just get up on stage and I'm like, all right, uh, somebody had clippers. I was like, all uh-huh. right, let's, uh, let's just shave, let's do a mohawk right now. Oh, and anybody who else God. wants to get a mohawk, let's get to a mohawk also. I was never that young. Eight. <laughs> Eight more people got mohawks after I got a mohawk <laughs> on stage. 
Like, where the fuck are you going to be in your life? How often you're are you going to be in a place where... You're just going to get exactly, a mohawk. Like, but, but eight oh, people man. are. Like, eight, it'll just come up like, oh, yeah, I'll do that, too. I'm so Key glad West I was never at a place where people were just doing mohawks. Yeah. Who knows? Exactly. Like, the right amount of tequila and, Precisely. like, the right amount of peer pressure. Exactly. I could have left with, you know, or, or the opposite, where they just shaved down the middle. Yeah, yeah. Or the crosshawk, where it goes from both sides. Oh, over no. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you never that know. That sounds fun. <laughs> and Key West, you're going to have a higher probability of, mm-hmm. of more people be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, do me do next. it, do everybody. Me next. So it was just people just getting mohawks at a bar <laughs> on like a Thursday night. <laughs> I'm like, there must have been a lot of little hairs everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, if you're getting mohawks, I don't think you would You wouldn't want a health that. inspection on that day. Yeah, I don't think you, you care where the hair goes in a place like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you opened that place, but you didn't really work there, or you bartended there? Oh, no, that's, that's the thing. So it was like I, would, I was working in New York, mm-hmm. and the, the guys that owned these places that are opening them up, mm-hmm. they would just send... Um, some of the bartenders on to staff like here start. to go down there. Exactly. Train everybody and do that kind of stuff. Oh, so man. We did it in San Diego. I never, um, I wish I would have gotten into a group like that. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it actually <laughs> is. It's, it is ridiculously fun. You know? I feel like I got into a very fun industry at a young mm-hmm. age and mm-hmm. I like made it as serious as I could make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and I missed out on all the... I mean, I definitely, like, danced on a bar or yeah, two, but I never got a mohawk. Yeah. I never got to go to Key West. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's... It's a higher probability when you're in our industry to, that, yeah, yeah. to have that happen, you know? And, um, now, uh, and now this place has been open for eight years now. Oh, wow. So I was still... I was getting... That mohawk was, like, nine years ago. <laughs> years. That's not that long ago. No, it was when I was 21. Wow. Now. <laughs> um, so you were with that company for a long time. No, I was like affiliated somehow. Like there was, I worked for, they basically did the same thing, mm-hmm. but they were different companies kind of thing. So they were just, you know, have these big, huge, it blitz everybody with like the um, promotions and marketing and all the mm-hmm. rest. So when I w- moved down to Charlotte, what I did was I worked in the um, in the office doing like the um, graphic design and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if you, there was a, a paper in Pittsburgh, like if one of our bars was in Pittsburgh, uh-huh. I, would, I would do like the advertising for that in oh, okay. that city kind of thing. So it's fun. Do you do you do that for here? Yeah, we got postcards and uh, t-shirts and stuff like that. Do you like call the paper and tell them to? Oh no, no, that, that was back in the nineties. Like when <laughs> people actually did that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Read newspapers <laughs> and the entertainment rags, like the know? back of the Village Voice. Yeah, yeah exactly. The entertainment got, rags. Yep. Got it. Um, so that was the 90s, but also 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I kind of, you know, bartending you has always forth? afforded me the ability to say yes to a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, like, just go away for a month. Like, I remember working this back in 2010. I wanted to go to Europe for a month with some uh-huh. friends. And I only worked, you know, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday shifts at these big mm-hmm. sort of places. You make enough money to, to live kind of thing. Uh-huh. And then I was just like, oh, I want to go to Europe for a month. And they were like, cool, just get your shifts covered. And if you look at think about it, it's only getting 12 shifts covered. Yeah, Who's not going to yeah. want a Thursday, Friday, Saturday? You know, it's like, yeah. hey, guys, can somebody work for me for the next month? And be like, boom. Yeah, because there's plenty of bartenders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a good good gig. And so that's been the best part of the bar industry. Yeah. It's like you move around. You can do whatever you want. It's, it's weirdly how, it's weird how when you're a pro, you're our age. Yeah. How 
the job security is actually pretty high because if you're a pro, if you're in your 40s, yeah. you're a pro yeah. at, at the bar business. You know, like you doesn't you, you don't have to own it. You don't have to, but you've done everything in it. Yeah, you, you've you've been a bartender. If you're in your 40s, you can you're get a, a job, no problem. You can get a job, anyway, except yeah. that your your body won't. No, exactly. Oh yeah, no, it, it, it's it. definitely giving your yeah, body one hundred percent. But you're definitely you you definitely can because you just yeah. been there and done that. You know, it's like this year, this year, this two years definitely tested my body oh my because I was down to like one shift a week, and I was like, I'm always going to do one shift because I like to get back there and see what's going on, and then like making the food, working the shifts, waiting the tables. Yeah. Did you have to wait tables? Uh, no. Was it well, soul? I, I, soul as yeah. soul crushing for you as That's it was for the me. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people here when we, you know, because we serve pizza here, and I'm just, <clears throat> you know. We're great bartenders mm-hmm. and we're terrible servers. Yes. Like, that yes. I know, I know and that I was about a myself. server yeah. for years. Yeah. I worked in hotels. Yep. I know how to do it, yep. but it is but so terrible. I was like, <laughs> what bet did it's I lose worst. Yeah. that I'm back in the worst part of my life mm-hmm. every single day? Yep. And strangers are sitting in my house that I built <laughs> from scratch yep. because Hinterlands was an office when I took it. I was built it? it from scratch. No shit. And they're like, um, excuse me, miss? And I was like, oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did oh, you, oh, no. you know who I am? Do not excuse me, miss me. <laughs> and, and, you know, I work with my husband, Stuart. Mm-hmm. Nobody was excused me missing him. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's the owner. That's <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, that that tall that's, tall white man with yeah. a deep voice must be must, the owner. He must be the owner, yeah. of course. <laughs> So. Oh no! I want to. I want to make a T-shirt just wear it around. It says, "I know people here." Yes, I like that. <laughs> don't you know? Or just don't you don't know, you know who, who I, I am? am? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. So, how did you decide that you wanted to open a bar? This is sort of the the next. natural progression yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird because, like I said before, about I love the bar business because it's afforded me the ability to do things like yeah. just go anywhere and. You, you can you can manage your schedule. You can manage your life. I, at least mm-hmm. I could. Like I love the the schedule yeah. of the bar. I did. I did once get a manager uh, that he let me go to Russia for a month mm-hmm. in a week. <laughs> I was like, can I go to Russia for a month in a week? Yeah. And he was like, bring me caviar. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, done. Where the hell else? You? What other industry? Name an yeah. industry where you. Yeah. Can, where you, that's even. You would even ask that question. Yeah. Even think about like, I, that I question. I just, I like got into this writing program at the last minute and I just mm. want to go. And he was like, <laughs> bring me caviar. And caviar was so cheap. Absolutely. I was like, that's it? Just this little... <laughs> yeah, it's, so, yeah, exactly. That's all I got to do to pay you off mm-hmm. to have that. It's like, but that comes with the territory. That is, yeah. I would say, the best perk of our industry mm-hmm. in general. Like, even now as an owner, and this is what's, what has changed the last eight years uh-huh. since we opened this place. Because I've managed bars and I... Bartender, I've done, you know, been in the business all my life, and but I never was an owner operator, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's definitely different because, like, you know, it's kind of like becoming a parent. Now, granted, I yeah. am not a parent. I am not. I'm single I'm, and childless on purpose. I don't. I've same, never had responsibility because I, I don't want responsibility. <laughs> yeah. But like like that in the sense that like I I love having I love chipping out and carving out a little corner of the world mm-hmm. that's yours. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it's like it's it's just you know. I can't fight with the rest of the world, so uh, I'm just going to create a room mm-hmm. where like-minded people, like just people who just want to do what we do, which is yeah. neighborhood 
fucking bar yes. life, man. Just like go like, know the people you 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 live around and, and just know your neighborhood and, and do that. Yeah. And that's what it goes back to being lucky how we are. It's like and we're yeah. part we're part the reason that's that that it is that way. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like luckily a bunch of people like us yes. that do enjoy neighborhood dives, neighborhood bars, mm-hmm. neighborhood like life. You know, it's yeah. not like everybody has to people you might go to Manhattan for a special occasion yes. if you live out here, but like But in if general, you live within a five block radius absolutely. and you've been on your computer all day, yeah. you need to come out and see a person. And, and to a place you wanna go. Yes. You know, and it's like and, and that's that's what's great about this mm-hmm. this this neighborhood is cause like there's a whole bunch of places I truly wanna go. And, yeah. I, and I know yeah. that all the other people in the neighborhood do too. Yeah. At least the people that do go out. Mm-hmm. And therefore, it does make it a really cool neighborhood sort of place. Mm-hmm. But but in general, like having this place the last eight years, you know, I I don't have that immediate answer of yes to, to things like, hey, let's go to Europe let's for go, the yeah. month. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I just joined a writing program. Let me let me yeah, go to, Ma- to, to Russia. <laughs> and it's like that has disappeared. And yeah. I guess it's the same for, you know, people that have children. Like it's like... yeah. You whatever it was before, like whatever came naturally to you before, mm-hmm. is now different. You know, yeah. it's, it's now like now you gotta you, you can't say yes to a no, lot of things. You know, you can't. It's tough. And something always goes wrong when you're out of town, uh, no, no matter what. Uh, no yeah. matter what. If the I, if the honestly, ceiling's gonna explode, yeah. it's gonna be while you're out of town. <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. listen. I want to start my own podcast. Yeah, it's like every welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of. Of course, that went wrong. You know, yes. or it's uh, actually no. It's, it's always something. And no that matter should be the podcast. It's, it's always something. No matter what instructions you leave behind, no matter what you like, now, anticipate uh, something else. The health will always will. The health department will, will show you up. When you are the building department miles will show away. up. Absolutely. The, the uh, walk-in will break. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. That is just. It's, it's always something. Yep. <laughs> Did you know you wanted to open in Park Slope, or you just no, like you know looking what? around? And yeah, this, I was looking around. I mean, I lived in Brooklyn. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I was in Williamsburg. I did a lot of Manhattan places, mm-hmm. but I'd never, I really didn't know Park Slope that well at all. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, back in like the you know, early 2000s, I was working in Williamsburg and living in Bushwick. And, but I really didn't know this area. And so my business partner and I were looking around. We had um, brokers looking for us and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We were like, we know basically we want to be in Brooklyn or lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's we did the typical thing. You take a look at all these spaces, and, you know, incredibly wildly expensive rents and all yeah. the rest. And, you know, you may have a, a checklist of eight things that you need. Yes. You know, like everybody always says. Uh, in New York, if you hit three of those boxes, just take the <laughs> three place. Three like, yeah, yes. Three out of eight, just, just yes. take it and just go for it. So we were looking for about a year almost. And, uh, okay. This was just, this came up. We took a look at it. It was like, it just worked mm-hmm. out perfect. The landlords are great. The guys that own Bar 4 were awesome. Yeah, you know, I had and it's, some messy nights in Bar 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Bar 4, but those guys were great. You know, it's yeah. like they, they were getting out. It was, they, they were there for 14 years. Oh, or, wow. You know, and they were just very cool about the whole thing and just, you know, getting getting out of here and then wanting the place still to be a bar. Same thing mm-hmm. with the landlords. Landlords are amazing. They were like, yeah, a lot of landlords don't want bars. I know. Well, they, I don't they know want why. a they want a like, bank ATM or it's a, so you know, stupid. Pink yeah. Because we fix everything. Mm-hmm. Like, like my landlord never has to fix things because I'm like, yeah. it's broken. I fix it. Yeah. Like that's it's true. It's, it's like having a superintendent living yeah. in your building. Like, yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's like it's like you own a house because you're yeah. like the roof is leaking and then. Yeah. And then maybe if it's like a big thing, you're like, all right, you owe me for half. But yep. mostly we fix it. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, did you guys we... put in the pizza oven or was, was it Yeah, your... we put that in. That, that was actually the stage. Remember the stage at yeah, Bar 4? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's the exact footprint of the stage because we, we knew we wanted to do pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's a small space. So yeah. we wanted to know if we could actually um, uh, fit it. And mm-hmm. so since Bar 4 in a small space already had a place that is, you know, a stage. So mm-hmm. it was used for something other than seating, seating. and all the rest. So mm-hmm. it's like we knew we could, if we could fit that pizza oven back there and all the mm-hmm. other extra equipment in that stage space, we know we could do it because... Are you place. doing the pizza now? Yeah. Okay. Would you like? Would you like one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just curious because oh, yeah. it means you have to have a Ooh, second you know employee. Should, right? Actually, you know what you should... Um, I should? Should get is the uh, garlic knots. Okay. We'll get All right. I'll order we'll get them. We'll get them. Actually, I'm going to get another drink. Is that All okay? right. Yeah, that's cool. So Maddie Kimmich just texted us all. Oh, did he? Uh, it's our 11th anniversary of Freddy's tomorrow. Please come say hi and have a shot on us. If that's, you're around, if you thought one drunk Matt was funny, try two. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of notice, Kimmich. Yeah, well, everybody... A little last you know, minute. Everybody's saying congratulations, congratulations. And actually, oh. congratulations uh, from me there, Maddie. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> now, how long is Charlie? Charlene's was your first, right? Yes. Okay, how long has that been around? Uh, I'm going to say 12 years. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> Since 2009. Is that 12, 13, something like that? May, May 2009. Uh, yeah. I, I should have stopped by the other day, too. I was right by uh, Ocean's 8. I was yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, right across the street. Yeah. I should have stopped by. Are you ever down there? Meh. Where are you mostly? I'm mostly in Hinterlands. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Minnie's. Um, is like my my partners are there the most and then yep. like we meet and discuss what should happen and then they make it happen which yep. is ideal that's, that's yeah that's, that's, that's the, what like, good partnership that's the goal. is right there yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> let's do that yeah yeah and that is kind of nice about owning a place it's a, it's it's what you want to do you know it's yeah. like i mean it's it make, make the place you want you know it's if you a lot the, of like like you said, I don't have kids. I don't plan on having kids. And I feel like this is the family that I'm making. This is... 100%. Um, I, I feel like I, I just actually sat down and rethought my whole plan. And I was like, you know, my mission statement is different now because I own a few bars. And I'm like, my mission statement is I'm going to create a community for people who didn't quite have the regular, they didn't quite have the, um, you know, like parents or structure to help them move forward in the world. And this is a place where people that are kind of misfits can all come together, right? And like kind of get their shit together and make a living. You are quite benevolent. You are helping. I mean, I mean, I'm also making money. Like I'm not doing it out of the, like I I make money. I I know exactly what you're saying. You're like, I make money and you guys have a safe place to mm-hmm. yes, like figure out the rest of your life. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is kind of what it's kind of like we're all doing, yeah. Yeah, what that's we true. what we do. So That is true. You know, and this is kind of a world where people go when things weren't so planned out for them. I yeah. don't know how it was for you. Yep, I got you. And you're like No, and, you, and and that's the thing. It's like you want to and being small enough. Owning yeah. a few places, yeah. and you can create those places. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that. 
model could never work on a scale of, you know, 150 of them across the country. No. You know what I mean? It's like, no. you want to do Corp- that corporate. for as many, be, you want to help people. Yeah. You want to you do that for people. You want to create that place. And if you could do it for everybody in the world, you would, but it's impossible but to no, do it for everybody can, in the world. What you can do Plus, I also do don't right like there. that many people, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. I'm a misfit myself. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, only, I only really get along with misfits. Yeah. And, it, and it's nice to be able to control that sort of, you know, like, you have know, you disappointed aspect. your parents? Come work with me. <laughs> Come work with me. <laughs> You know you have. Yeah. You know you have. And that's kind of the difference between um, what I was saying before about the used to work for places that owned a bunch of places across mm-hmm. the country. And it's like, yeah, they, they had their formula and they did that. You know, and it, it mm-hmm. was it was a blast. It was it was mayhem. Mm-hmm. Just it was, you know, for twenty one I mean, year olds. Fun. But it was like, yeah, but it was but at the same time it's not you know, it's personality, if you will, is 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 that craziness. But it's mm-hmm. not it's not personal in the sense that when you have one bar, two bars, three bars in the in, in the same city kind of thing, you can still yeah. control that yeah. that aspect. You know, you yeah. can control basically the the room you want to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're, there's always going to be riffraff and eighty six lists and all yeah. the rest. And it's like, and, but in general, you give it enough time. And you're time, serving asshole juice. Yes, exactly. To people. Yeah, of course, so they're you are, going you are, to. You're a legal drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, you, we, people are going to yes. act. Poorly, a hundred percent. If CVS <laughs> had bar stools, everybody would go there. You know, it's like it, it, it truly is. You know, but over the course of time, I mean, if, if you if you know what you're doing enough, mm-hmm. then you will create a space mm-hmm. that does, you know, attract or at least make the people know what you're doing and respect respect what you're doing in the sense yeah. of like, oh, I get it. What the what what these guys are doing. This is just these people really are here mm-hmm. they, they're they're creating this space yeah you know and that's the cool thing about it's the weird to let it go it's mm. weird when oh, yeah. people that you don't know are sitting in your bar and they think it's theirs yeah. and you're like oh and, it, and it's good you yep. don't want to you don't want to disabuse them of that notion mm. you're like no this is yours because yep. that's that's what a that's bar why is you're, this is yeah this, this is, is a, yours this is a public space that I hi for you oh sweet come Thanks. bring bring this thank you so much We've, we're being served garlic knots, and there are like <laughs> dipping sauces. What is this? It's uh, And what are the sauces? So that's uh, oh, sorry, that is marinara right there, uh-huh. garlic butter, and buffalo. Oh wow, awesome! So let them sit for a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. really I don't hot. Burn, burn yeah. my tongue, and then yeah. I'll talk funny. <laughs> Sorry, so, what were we saying? We were I don't saying, remember. We, ah, were, we were congratulating we were ourselves for, we were for being amazing. In the back. Hundred <laughs> percent. Let's keep doing was, it. Was, so, uh, how was your Omicron? Mm. <laughs> that was delightful. Thank you so much. How bad was the last two months? Been? Um, it it's, was terrible. It was. It's the, it was I, I would say it was the worst of the all two years. Like last year, yeah. we were closed January and February. Yeah. This January was worse somehow. Yeah. It was it, fucking worse. It was. It was like. We didn't uh, know what to expect. Yeah. There was there were no rules. Yeah, exactly. It like, so it was like last year we couldn't have people inside. You yeah, know, we've been under the under the the, the regulations of, of everything for the past yes. twenty two months. It's been outrageous, and we've you know we kind of if kind of go with the flow, see whatever you know. We know everything changed over the past eighteen months, yeah. 20, 22 months in this industry. We just. Expect it and keep on going. Look, kind of like when we had the outdoors. Um, yeah, and every two weeks and, they change the rules. Yeah, exactly. Twenty five percent capacity, fifty percent capacity, and all the rest. Change your but, structure and put this, in sandbags. Yeah, but since December, there have been other than the vaccination requirements. Mm-hmm. 
but that, you know, the majority is vaccinated, so you really don't yeah. have that many problems with it. But it's like, this is the first time we've been open with no real regulations. No, yeah. But nobody was no out. People. It was unbelievable. And it... And at least when there were regulations, people felt sympathy for us. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't go in there. Like, now they're just, I don't want to go in there. And yeah, yeah. And it's like, if I go mm -hmm. on social media and promote, mm -hmm. it's kind of like I'm a dick because I'm telling you to risk your yeah. life. Yeah, absolutely. To support my business, yeah. which yep. is open. Yeah. And there's no help for me. And there's no, like, and I, I get it. There's no life raft. Yeah. So we just kind of have to do it. Yeah. And, and that's you the know. I understand, like, over, over Christmas vacation, you know, the, this is the worst Christmas I've ever seen. It was yeah, horrendous because nobody bad. was going out because it's usually a pretty decent yeah. uh, month. You know, it's yeah. one of the best. Yeah, everyone has holiday parties Absolutely. and they come out after. But And I get it. Listen, I'm not blaming people for not going out. I was like, you either, no. because everybody got it. What was it? Between, yeah. like, cheese and buttermilk and I mean, Freddy's within bartender, three days 40 people got yeah, it every and like bartender every got bartender it. got it every bartender and it was the, got it I've never seen it yeah. shoot through yeah it was like, crazy at least this neighborhood before no, like that was, everybody got it and that's the thing it's like I wasn't blaming people it's like it sucks but I get it you either have COVID which or, I know a lot of people or you don't want to get it and get give it, it to your mom and Christmas or anything like that yeah. it's like, but who I don't have any sympathy for was dry January people. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck if you, dry January yeah, exactly. people. <laughs> it, it, it's because you're not out drinking. Mm. It's because you just don't want to drink rather than you're afraid of COVID, of getting COVID. Yeah. I, if you say, I don't want to get COVID, I'm not going inside, mm -hmm. fine. If you say I'm not drinking because some made January, up, yeah, some made made up, up nonsense, come you're not paying on. attention, please. Come I guess on. it's over now. It's February it's now over. anyway, but it's, it's like, oh, we did convince a few people and it wasn't really, I wasn't trying to say, oh no, you need to come back to the cheese. We need your business. No, uh -huh. I was saying, you just, in general, please in general, get rid of your dry. Do dry fucking June if yeah. you want. But, dry June. But but January right now, it's Come it's on. a perfect storm right now. No, Everybody's got COVID or doesn't want to get it. It's freezing cold outside. And now you want to put a New Year's resolution on yeah, top of that? You just want to stomp here. on us while we're down? Because that was the worst. <laughs> no. I mean, Christmas week in early January, that was just, it was absolutely And hard. usually Christmas week is pretty good. Because awesome. everyone's doing their holiday absolutely. parties and their office parties mm -hmm. and... They're trying to avoid their family, mm -hmm. and now you're just, yeah. And now so you I, just don't want to go. Please pay attention. I've never Come agreed on. with the New York Post before. <laughs> what would they say? <laughs> they did a whole article about how dry January is selfish. Yeah, it is. Our I agree. <laughs> and I don't want to badmouth like, you, but it's like, yeah. come on. Like, it just and seems I, like you're not really paying I, attention right I now. I get it. If like if you need to dry out, you need to dry oh, out. Don't I'm not Absolutely. one to like, I work 100%. in a place where if you like turned in your 30-day chip, you'd get a free drink. Yeah. Like, I'm not that. No, I'm not, not that guy. <laughs> like, I commend yeah. you for whatever you're trying to do with your life. But why has it got to all be in the same month? Yeah. yeah like, exactly. somebody can have a dry January, somebody yep. can have a dry March. Yep. Like, let's space it out. Yes. I completely agree. And just pay attention. <laughs> like, nobody yeah. is going out. Just, if you would go out, you're just then, not then doing go it. Then go out. Now, please, yeah. please go and out. And I was, I was doing all these posts. I was like, if you just got over COVID, come out. Because mm -hmm. you're the only ones that are safe. Yeah, exactly. It's totally so, true. But it yeah. seems like it's loosening up a little bit now. It's loosening up. I mean, we had, we had, last week we had a week that seemed like a normal week. Yeah. So. Oh, we, I wouldn't say it was a full week, but it was a weekend for us. The snowstorm yeah. was great. Snowstorms are great. <laughs> I love yes. it. Weather I, is good. I remember when we got the place, when we were looking at the space, it's like, it's a corner spot with all windows. And yeah. And it's like, and I thought about that immediately. I'm like, and we got this place in like, all, over the summer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a great snowstorm bar right there. Like, yeah. I would come here during a snowstorm because... Just, that's the best thing. Go to your neighborhood. And I love that you guys have a giant sukkus outside. Yep. And for, for, my, for my Jewish listeners. Mm -hmm. and, and hopefully you can keep it 
you yeah. know. What do you think about that? What do you think? We're going to be able to keep it or what? I mean, I think they're going to regulate it away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, it, if it, I know the city, they're going to be like, if you want to keep it, now you have to pay this yeah, and do this well, and jump through this hoop. Since the and beginning, so, we've known that's yeah. coming. And so you know, some will like, keep it and some won't. Yeah. So, but I just hope they but, don't they don't price us out. You know, it's like I know yeah. they, they said last last spring they said we're going back to the drawing boards as far as like you know because New York overwhelmingly supports mm-hmm. the outdoor seating. I mean, like yeah. yes, there's of course there's a few neighborhoods, there's a few abusers of the whole thing. I mean, our there's main economy neighbors. is bars and restaurants. Absolutely, and we never even knew this was even a possibility. This has yeah. fundamentally changed it's New York. Insane. The, the industry, the people, everything about New York has I been fundamentally changed with outdoor seating. Never in a million years well, oh. thought that. No chance. There would be any kind of a crisis that would keep people out of the bars. Yep. In in my life, I could not fathom that, I've said this on the podcast before, that whatever happens, feast or famine, good news or bad news, people are still going to come out and yep. drink. And I never in a million years thought that there would be a crisis that didn't have a bar full of people, like... That's watching true. the news and trying yeah. to figure out what's yeah, going trying on. trying to figure out And the how fact to do that, it. like, so we couldn't, couldn't yeah. get together and figure this out is yeah. kind of crazy. And we had to be, we had to be separated. Yeah. Literally, like, yeah. forcefully separated. So, yeah. nope, not only can you not congregate right here and do what we do and, yeah. and to usually solve our problems, yeah. if you will, we, we got to do it over Zoom now and, like, awkward... Conversations on yeah. who speaks and like it's just it. it, it I can't do changed. it. I mean, that's the thing. I was talking to you before the podcast about how it's like I'm a pretty social guy. We're, we're mm-hmm. always you can't yeah. be in this industry. No, for this long. I hate people, not, but I'm yeah, pretty social. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely, 100. <laughs> percent That's it. That's why I, you know it's I, I I have a bar, but I live alone. Where it's like yeah. I have two different. Things uh-huh. where it's like, yes, of course I'm a social guy. Of course I want I want a room full of people and, and just like to to just be us, you know. But at the same time, if I'm not here, I'm completely shut away. And, and yeah. COVID, strangely enough, was like it was weird. It both hurt and helped. It was like, oh, I can, <laughs> I can do this. I can be alone. You know, I can I can I chill. Mean, <laughs> I was I was home for six weeks because we shut down because we mm-hmm. had to. And then my husband and I got COVID on March 16th, 2020. Mm-hmm. The first day that we shut down, we both you got COVID. We got, on March. We got COVID, <laughs> oh so we had COVID, and then so we were like quarantined for three weeks, and then for another three weeks, we were like watching the fucking governor and figuring out what was going to happen. And then I was yeah. like, "They're not going to let us. No, they're, we're they're, they're not going to let us figure this out. We got to open and do to go." And so we were home for six weeks. But I got to say, like for those three weeks that I was well and I was home, I woke up and I was like. Oh, I have nothing to do today. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty is, happy yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's nothing I could be doing. Yeah. I must just stay yeah. home and watch TV. Exactly. And it's and kind I, of, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think I could have done it for a year. Yeah, well. But the th- for the three weeks that I had that, like, I woke up, and I usually I wake up, I'm like, oh, I have to do all this shit today. Yeah. And then for those three weeks, I was like, oh. I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. <laughs> it's now, amazing. In, in all of your places, are you all open seven days a week? Yeah. 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 It's like, there is, you know, I loved bartending, you know, before I owned mm-hmm. a place. I loved bartending because I would go there, 
just kick ass, you know, just go bananas yeah. and do the job and make some mm. money. And and then once I leave, my, it's my head's not there. Yeah. Like, I'm going to yeah. go do whatever I want. You know, like, I enjoyed life as a bartender. Yeah. Like, now as an owner, it's 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 so much more stressful in the sense that like you're you're never gone. You're never gone. Yeah. I love. I hated that we had to close at ten, but I loved that at ten thirty nobody was going to call me <laughs> exactly. with a problem. That's exactly. That's how I agree with you before. It's like that is completely. It was. It was. It was great. Like I could shut like, my phone we're off not if I even, wanted. Yes, I'm stressed out because will I even have a business yes, at the end of this thing? Exactly. However, tonight I'm not stressed because I don't I'm... have to worry about some shit going wrong mm-hmm. or I'm going to get a phone call or I'm going to have gotta to go run in something. at two in the morning Absolutely. and there's exactly. cops and there's yeah. somebody yeah. has to be taken out. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's nighttime. It's like, you know, it's the daytime we get all our administrative mm-hmm. stuff done, but yeah. it's at nighttime. We may not even have to be there. It's not like you have to bartend every night, but no. it's like, but. You're still there, no matter where you no are. No matter what, you're, you're at some other bar, or you got some other you engagement, whatever it is. You you're don't still... look at your cameras when you're home, do you? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't. Of course. <laughs> God. I mean, I, don't I do live, it. I, I, don't well, I do live, it. <laughs> but I live upstairs. I so it's know. Like, it's like well, it's funny because I could. I just. I should just have a glass floor. Just yeah. Just down, be like, down. What's going <laughs> it is like having a bar and like a a, a party in your living room every yeah. day. Yeah. And. And I mean, no matter where you live, it's gonna. Mm-hmm. Now, do you check your cameras never, when no, you're away? You I, don't check them no, on your phone or anything like that? Never. I never you? downloaded the app. Wow. I never downloaded Holy the app. Shit. Yeah. Um, my my staff knows that the cameras are for if something happens, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to come in and look yeah. at them. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, don't be naked because you never know. If something happens after you're naked, I'm gonna see you naked. I'm gonna see. So, I'm gonna so, see. Uh, but yeah. I'm not home watching it. I worked for I worked for a guy who would like call the bar mm-hmm. and be like, I saw this happen and I fucking hated it. Yeah. And I vowed to never yeah. never do that. I, I can it's weird because this is my only place and I'm right above it. It's like I'm I'm always I maybe am that guy. I'm like, what the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, Doesn't that hear. give you? It does. It, it, that's the thing. It does, and that's delete that true. app. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it, it's it's tough because it's like how it's so difficult to let go when yeah. I guess it's like once again bringing up. And I apologize to anybody with kids. I'm sure having a kid is way like crazier than what I'm doing. Yeah, but I, but sure. I definitely equate to that where it's like it. it's never your children are never out of your mind. It's kind of like when you have a place. It's open yeah. seven days a week. Yeah, we were open. For, At least your kids turn eighteen and they leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's like we were open before March 16th, mm. 2020. Um, I, I, I counted out how many days it was from December 19th, um, 2013 to March uh-huh. 16th. It's 2,280 days because I was like, okay, why is that? Because I've been open for f- till 4 a.m., seven days a week, 365 days a year, yeah. including Christmas, Thanksgiving, and yeah, all the yeah, rest. Yeah. And it's like that never Leaves like it's tough, and it is. getting back to what you were saying before about like that first six weeks or so, it's like I know the bar's closed right now. It's like, oh, this is a feeling I've not yeah. felt in 2,280 days. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it's it, but it's still we have the the greater stress of what the hell is. The yeah, only thing I've learned in the last happen. 22 months is I don't know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you can't. No idea. I mean, there's yeah. It's kind of crazy. There's, yeah. It's hard to plan. It's like there's no yeah. way to know what's going to happen. Yeah, like you were saying before about the outside seating. It's like I, New York, New Yorkers, both New York Staters, and, and the, 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 everybody knows that outdoor seating is, has changed. Like when you said before about how you, didn't, you could never imagine 
that we'd not be inside. Yeah. I could never imagine that New Yorkers would ever be outside. There's always, I know. You know we've There's always like had garbage some... trucks <laughs> yes. and homeless people. Like, we didn't think we could possibly There's... drink outside. Yes, yeah. of course. There were always some beer gardens. You yeah. know, there was always some backyard patios. There was always some outdoor cafes. But New York in general in this industry is never inside. known as an outdoor yeah. space. It's like yeah. when we got this place eight years ago, I was looking at market value of, you know, 990 yeah. square feet uh, in this neighborhood and, and on this corner. And it's like never in a million yeah. years that I think, oh, you know what? In in 10 years, in eight years, I'm going to be able to have 250 this whole... square feet yeah. outside in the street. It's kind of amazing. Like, we didn't think that and way. It's so, but it's so random, right? Yep. Because you buy a space and there's a fire hydrant in front and mm-hmm. now you can't oh, use that space. Oh, luck. Or luck of the draw. Like, Hinterlands, mm-hmm. they put a bus lane in front of Hinterlands yep. like eight months before the pandemic. Oh, so man. if there, yeah, if there hadn't been a bus lane, we would have had seats oh, in the street. You can't but get now it's a bus lane. Like yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. And then same thing with minis, put a bike lane and like a turning lane right in front. Yep. So oh, we can't go in the street there either. So two of your places yeah. don't have the outdoor yeah, seating. Yeah, I mean, we have like a little you, bit of sidewalk yeah, and we have yeah. backyards. Yeah, but you got um, screwed by and then, fire hydrants and buses. Yeah, yeah and then exactly. you take a place like, like here or like Commonwealth where you're on the corner mm-hmm. and now you have the whole the, side street yeah. and Commonwealth has That's, that really wide sidewalk so they have like the sidewalk at, they and the, tripled and the, their capacity absolutely it's, it's luck of the draw um, alright I, I can at, taste these now yeah, right sure. awesome I'm, I'm pulling apart and That's exactly what I'm going to do we're eating on microphone, which is a no-no, but I've done it before, and I'll do it again. That's what meat chewing sounds like. But um, but now that we have the outdoor, but now because we had, we do have a bus stop in front, mm-hmm. and we do have oh, the, yeah. the, but we're lucky we're on a corner because we have the side street. So yeah. good bars that are in the middle of the block, which you know. This is New York. Most places are in the middle of blocks. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. all you need is a fire hydrant or a bus stop, and you're and just that's screwed. it. It's over. Yeah, because honestly, right now, knowing how it how the outdoor seating has worked and has worked beautifully for us, if we didn't have that, or if we knew that was going to be taken away, I don't think we'd survive. You know, yeah. in, the, in the sense that nobody's really less people are drinking indoors. Nobody's yeah. drinking right now, and yes. then. COVID, when the weather does get nice, people want to be outside. outside. They're all going to want to sit yeah. outside. And you're going to lose business to people that can sit outside. Yeah, exactly. And so if you don't have that, we would be screwed. Ooh, these are garlicky. Yeah. Holy they cow. Are. This is like hot garlic. It's like she knew it was for you and she tried yeah, to make so. it the best that she possibly could. And I just hope they don't outprice us, you know, going forward. Because like, like we were saying before, of course we're going to get permit fees. I mean, if you think about pre-COVID permit fees just to have two tables outside. Oh, yeah. it's gonna, depending on how big you or where you were, it's going to cost you five, ten, fifteen thousand yeah. dollars just for. Eight. And you have to get the community board to approve it. Absolutely, yeah. And you have to have the eight feet in between the, the yeah. sidewalk and the street and all that other stuff and all the regulations. Yeah. So if they went, if when they do permanently and, and in some capacity. Outdoor seating will be a permanent feature of New York City yeah. going forward, I think, in the industry. You know what I mean? I think so, too. Will it be at this level it is now? Highly doubt it. Because, you know, it. they want to get rid of, like, the shantytown places that are just not yes. well built. Yes. And they're just like, oh, we can have some plastic tables and chairs mm-hmm. out here. They're going to want to make most places professional and, and make it well yeah. done. And I mean, it's kind of amazing, like, taking a ride through Manhattan and, mm-hmm. and Park Slope and seeing the difference between, like... <laughs> Who just like threw up some some boards and who like went Absolutely. all out and put flowers and heaters and this 100%. and that and um oh also I need to tell people that when you say like do you have outdoor outdoor heating and is it heated 
No, it's not. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> it's cold. Yeah. It's, We're New Yorkers. Even yeah. if we have Go heat, outside. it's yeah. still, it doesn't it's, really yeah, warm exactly. it. It's cold out. Yep. You're uh, still drinking outside in yeah. February. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, so dress warm. Yeah. Um, but I think make those things attractive and like make them, like ours is, ours is very basic and it's very simple, but it's, it's another 250 square feet. You know, and it's like, I think there's going to be so many tri- trickle-down effects of, of, of making these things permanent because the DOT yeah. had this thing fall in their lap. The Department of Transportation, for their entire history, <laughs> has been about, you know, uh, maintain, maintenance of streets, yeah. uh, parking, and cars in and general. And now they're like, we get to make sure there's walkways. sand and outdoor seating. Yeah, but now there's... But they didn't see, you know, an effect of COVID is that going forward... The Department of Transportation is going to have a whole new division oh, yeah. related to outdoor seating. There's if you want to apply for a city job, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're going to have they're going to have a whole like mess of inspectors, just like yeah, the, the, just like the Department true. of Health has inspectors. There's going to be mm-hmm. outdoor seating inspections. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I wonder and, if they're going to tap that onto the Department of Health or if they're going to make it a separate thing. I would, I, I'm sure. Well, I think it's going to be at the end of the day, you know, because like they said last spring when Cuomo and De Blasio were in office, they were talking about okay, you get a year from now, we're going to go back and talk to all the agencies mm-hmm. that could be involved. You know, Department of Transportation, State Liquor Authority, Department of Health, community board, um, a, a, uh, Department of Buildings for that matter. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they're going back and saying, how do we make this permanent? And and I definitely think there will be, but there's going to be, I believe the DOT, who's, who's basically their lap this fell into, they're mm-hmm. like, well, we have to rebuild all of these. Yeah. I know we made these regulations while during COVID where it's like, okay, um, now it has to be, at first it was like, put some plastic chairs and tables yeah. out there and you can put a rope up, you yeah. know, between two cars. Yeah, and then people got hit by cars and then yeah. they were like, oh, then, you know, a week later we they're like, okay, bags. yeah, make, make, a, make a, a wooden structure that has to be 36 inches high, 32 to 36 yep. inches high, 18 now inches wide. Now it has wide. to be ADA. Yeah, exactly. And now, <laughs> exactly. Now put some ramps on it. Now, now fill it with sand. You yeah. know, it's like, I get it. We, we, we were there for the whole process yeah. of, of how this, we, they didn't know what they were doing. I didn't blame anybody. Yeah. I wasn't like, how oh, I can't know? believe there's another regulation. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's another regulation because yeah. we're all doing shit that we do not know anything about because yeah. this is the first time but we've ever But it was a little it. bit like we just built a thing. I wish yeah. we had known exactly. the specifications Precisely. before we built it. Precisely. <laughs> but but if you don't think that when they do, if they do pass this whole thing uh-huh. as far as permanence, the Department of Health is going to, or the Department of Transportation is going to have a lot to say about the safety features of it. Yeah. And I think that truly that we might have another year or so of like being able to, to take our time updating it because it's going to yeah. cost money. But why, uh, the Department of Transportation is probably going to make the construction of those things a whole new set of regulations. Yeah, they, they might are. even have to be cement. They might have to be, you know, paved uh, yeah, to I the mean, sidewalk level. They might they, be like, knows? we're going to give away seven permits per neighborhood yeah. and you got to, like, win the lottery. Yeah, and, it, and if you get them, it has to be reinforced yeah. steel or cement or wood, whatever yeah. the hell it's going to be. Or when your, like, liquor license is up for renewal, the community board is going to be like, uh, we want to know about your outdoor structure and... Yeah, absolutely. Are you and, hiring and that's from the community? So that could be another huge added uh, added um, uh, uh, price to this whole thing. That are we going to be able to have this? The outdoor future seating? sounds scary. It is, <laughs> but at the same time, outdoor seating is the best thing that happens. That's no, happened in New York. It's amazing. And, I mean, as far as side effects of yeah. you know horrific circumstances, nobody wanted the last. So two we years got of our outdoor lives. seating, and we got bar owner community. Hello. Yeah. What's that? that? Oh, cookies. Cookies and gummy worms. She brought us... Wow. You Sweet. have cookies and gummy worms? Or yes. is that just That's special? That's cookies and gummy worms on a pizza tray. 
Why not? Is that on your menu? Yeah, not at all. It is, it is today. Okay. Go Who for made it. these cookies? Uh, Theo. The, all right. Yep. I mean, I'm going to have a cookie. Yeah, Thank so I mean, you, Theo. <laughs> and think about, you know, down the years down the road, if these structures do become permanent, Remember when when I, we were finding looking around New York City looking for spaces we we knew what basic market value square footage was because mm-hmm. yeah we knew what the prices were for places you know like what what is a thousand square feet worth or you know uh, in this neighborhood this neighborhood in this neighborhood kind of thing so it's like now landlords down the road they're not going to up your your land your um, rent right now but say. They're going to charge more for a corner spot exactly. that has outdoor... Or, or anything outdoor seating. Yeah. Because now, this place is just about 1,000 square feet inside. Mm-hmm. But say we go, we, we leave, you know, 10 years, 20 years down the road, whatever it is. Yeah. This place will now be, if it is a permanent structure outside, like this rent. will now be a 1,250 square foot yeah. kind of place. Yeah. Because, and that's another side effect of, the, of New York, the, the, the change, the fundamental change to New York this is. It is... It has brought us back to the drawing boards, just thinking yeah. of, of, of what space is. Yeah, that's you know? true. And New York is space has always been a premium. Yeah. And so now we have some outside, and there, you know, you got to deal with things and like. What cars. if I want to park my car there? Exactly. Get, <laughs> I can't. I, I, I don't have a car, but I borrow my friend's car all the time. <laughs> all that, or Jess's car from uh, Mama's okay. Tried. I, I have the other key to the car. We, and I, and I, <laughs> I, I use it. I use it more than her, I think. Okay. And. Um, do you park it in your I'll, outdoor no, structure when, if, sometimes? If I'm parking, yeah, I, really, I mean, you I could wish, put a ramp. I really wish it, it would be great to have a little garage door a on little, those things. Like a little ramp and yeah, you could just, just drive wait. in it. This is mine. What's to stop <laughs> What's, me? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. They should start making those yeah. where it's like, where there'll be these these transformer type of places where it's like during the day, you just, it is an outdoor sitting spot. But then once they close, they like open the garage doors, whatever, oh, and you can yeah. actually park there. Just people <laughs> on the street. You could pay for parking. <laughs> See, there's so many little tangents and, and, and trickle-down effects that's going to be about this outdoor sitting. Cause, oh, so I'll be, I'll be uh, parking the car, mm-hmm. and I'll be cursing, because I'm driving around for Every- an hour, and I'm like, motherfuckers! And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm taking up three spaces myself uh-huh. with my outdoor seating outside yeah. of the bar. You know, it's like, this it's your is... Fault. This are all... Yeah, but that's the thing. It's New York. Get rid of your car. I know <gasps> it's really convenient having it, but wouldn't it be better if there were less? Sure, as long as everybody else gets rid of theirs and yeah, I get no, to keep that, mine. Well, thing. <laughs> but, but, have, but have like four of your friends have the keys to it. In the sense that if you're to not my using, car? yeah, if if you're not using it, somebody else should be. In the sense that don't have two cars for two people. Have my one. irresponsible friends get to drive my Jeep. Are you crazy? <laughs> Are you a Jeep? Uh, do I have? Yes. Nice. Do I have friends that have driver's licenses? Um, <laughs> I got to lend one of my bartenders. So we have a car at Minnie's. Hmm. My partner's car died, and we used some of the PPP money to buy a car for Minnie's. A, a like, used like car. A corporate. Like I a, mean, like a, like a, like a corporate a co- car. Company it, was like, van? it was like a couple thousand dollars car because somebody's got to go to Jetro. Yeah, So of one of them needs a car. That's why I use so, Jess's car every yeah. week. To do so the bar, the bar mm. bought the car. Makes sense. And it's in my partner's name, but it's the bar's car. Yep. Um, and, you know, I'm part of the bar. And mm. then one of my bartenders needed to go to the airport to pick up a friend that was coming to visit him. And he was looking at... Um, Uber, Uber's like $75 each way, mm-hmm. and he was looking at, um, like, car to go, and 
you know, that cost like 150 to join, and then and I got to lend him the bar car nice. to go pick up his friend from the airport. <laughs> and I was like, I unlocked a new boss. Yes, yeah, you seriously, know, a corp- thing. You have a corporate vehicle. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that's like, special. I've been picked up at the airport by someone that was like, oh, my boss lent me their car. And I'm like, I'm that boss <laughs> that lent my employee my car. Yeah. So you go, but it wasn't my Jeep. <laughs> it wasn't, but it was not the Jeep. It was, it was not the Jeep. It was, it was the corporate fucking jalopy. It was the corporate, the corporate, yeah, exactly. the corporate car. I remember when, uh, I don't know if you... The little things you, you realize when you first open your first place. Uh-huh. You know, it's like... I remember, you know, the first few weeks, whatever, when uh, cabs, mm-hmm. just empty cabs would just come in front Ooh. and just like look for somebody where it's like it, it's it's Actually, a weird you, know you made it yeah it's weirdly it, it does feel somewhat satisfying you're like yep. oh wait we're literally on the map even though it's a, it's, a mm-hmm. it's a yellow cab sitting in front like at an airport but it's he doesn't when, care but he's at least knows you're there and when there Charlene's first opened my best friend would call like Eastern Car Service mm-hmm. and she would be like I just spit that's why you don't eat when you're on a microphone oh. um and she would call Eastern Car Service, and she would be like, I'm at Charlene's bar. And it was, like, the first day. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know where that is. Know. And she was <laughs> like, you better learn. <laughs> and then she kept doing it. She kept calling be like, I'm at Charlene. And then eventually they knew yeah, where it was, and that's when we knew we made it's it. Like a, it's like a 21-year-old okay. coming uh, into your bar and asking for, like, some drink that they made up in their dorm room. Yes. You know, and it's like, oh, you don't know what a dirty bong water is? It's no, asshole. Nope. I do not know what that nope. is. And Just I'm going to need your, to see your idea again. Yeah, exactly. Just because <laughs> you and your stoner friends thought that up like last night. Don't assume everybody knows it because you're going to start the trend. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like, I'm a Charlene's. Don't you know who I don't am? You know, don't you know where that is? <laughs> but for me, I know that the bar is a real bar when we catch somebody having sex in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, like, we yeah. made it. Yeah. And you're we're, pissed, we're but you're also you're like, pissed, but you're like, yes. Yeah. Uh, but also don't break the sink. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't do it on the sink. <laughs> Come on. I remember, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was thought of it before when you were talking about um, cameras. And uh-huh. I remember for the first, I think it was a year and a half we were open or two years, we, uh, we didn't have cameras. Uh-huh. You know, it was one of those added expenses when you when you open up a small neighborhood place. Yeah, we place, didn't get cameras sp- until yeah. something happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I will not talk about. <laughs> and it's the same thing with us in the sense that it was uh, it was Christmas of like the second year we were open maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was Christmas night at three o'clock in the morning. There's nobody on the streets. There's nobody anywhere. Mm-hmm. But there was four of us, five of us sitting at the bar. Um, <laughs> and I'm behind the bar and... And my one of the, my buddies has his little um, six month old Jack Russell Terrier. He, mm-hmm. he and his girlfriend just got it. And, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning on Christmas. Who cares if the dog is in the bar? Yeah. <clears throat> so he had it on a seat next to him. And in the corner of my eye, I look out the window, and there is like a woman walking across the street, coming straight at this at the at the door. Like, mm-hmm. but I couldn't see her face because it was. Uh, it was a Christmas tree, a full decorated six foot tall. Christmas tree on her shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> trunk trunk forward okay. over her left shoulder. I couldn't see her face, but she was coming in this bar. I'm like, what the fuck is what that? The hell? And the door slams open, and she goes over to this dude who's got the Jack Russell Terrier, and I mean, just 
starts beating the fuck out of him. Oh, to, Over her shoulder. Shit. Just, bam, with the Christmas with tree. With the Christmas tree. Going, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Just <laughs> absolutely. I mean, like, it was painful. This is not a small guy either. Yeah. And he was just kind of shading himself and putting his hand up because she was. I'm assuming just, that was his girlfriend or wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That was. And, and, and so she was just coming over the shoulder, just beating the shit out of him. And I'm like, <laughs> kind of like we were talking before about sex in a bathroom. You're kind of pissed, but you're pretty happy. Uh-huh. And I'm like, and I knew by this time I could see her face because now she was hitting him with the tree. But I mean, really slamming it down on him. Like she and took their full decorated Christmas tree yes, from their house. She walked from like Windsor Terrace. Like she had like a 10 minute walk. <laughs> she, I guess, you find this out after she mm. gets the shit out of him with the Christmas tree. You find, I, I guess he had texted his ex-girlfriend Merry Christmas or some shit like okay. that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he <laughs> nailed her and was lying to everybody, whatever uh-huh. it was. It was just like, you, she was mad at that. Yeah. Right? And so she gets there. And so in my mind, I'm laughing because I'm like, uh-huh. oh my God, <laughs> this woman just came here with a fully decorated Christmas tree. Yeah. She's beating the shit out of that guy with it who's my friend. And I know the girl too. And so in my mind, I'm laughing, but I, I also am walking from behind the bar trying to stop what's happening. Yes, I'm like, this course. has to end. You're getting needles <laughs> everywhere. And so I, gra- <laughs> so I grabbed the Christmas tree from her and I, throw it over the corner and I'm like honey you gotta relax but she like a ninja goes over to his stool and the dog stool which is crazy and pulls him back and they go flying back on their backs right she like put the Christmas tree in front of him no I took the Christmas tree out of her hands threw it to the side but when I did that she grabbed his chair and pulled it backwards so he in a stool fell fell backwards onto his back and I'm like whoa and I tried to like stop him from falling Uh and then she goes back over the Christmas tree picks it over (laughs) picks it up over her head and just tosses it down the length of the entire bar and I'm like alright you gotta go so I pick her up over my Shoulder, yeah, I think over my shoulder. I'm walking out. I'm like, and so my. So you other, had her over your shoulder. I had her over my shoulder, and I kicked the door open. Uh huh. And the Jack Russell. And the dog was is fine. Flying, no, the Jack <laughs> Russell was flying out the door. He was so, no part of this. Drama. No part of this. But now he's running out in the middle of the street. Now, oh, granted, no. no, remember, remember, it's three o'clock in the morning on Christmas. Yeah. There's absolutely There's not a lot of cars. nobody yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. But the other three regulars all ran outside in the middle of the, uh-huh. the, the, the intersection and are trying to catch catch uh-huh. a six month old Jack Russell Terrier, which is way quicker than any yeah. of them. So he's having no, none of this. They, so they were just walking, running around looking like they're trying to catch a pig. And <laughs> I'm walking down the street with her and I'm like, holy, sh- you gotta go. And he and her boyfriend, the guy, the regular too, was like, honey, just relax. I, I, I only text her, you know, Merry Christmas, whatever, my babe. And then I'm like, wait, dude, go get the dog first of all. So he goes and gets the dog, put her down and I'm like, you gotta just relax. And then they start talking. Five minutes later, she walks away. We come back in the bar. We're like, what the hell was that, dude? He's yeah. like, not that I was just, I, I'm friends with my ex girlfriend. I texted, I guess she she found, she, she doesn't like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right. But then I take the Christmas tree and I put it back up on its stand uh-huh. and I plug it in. And it was our Christmas tree till like March <laughs> at least. <laughs> <laughs> it was, That's it how was, you get a Christmas tree. It, 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 absolutely. That's amazing. It lit up literally like a Christmas tree. And, it, <laughs> and it, she brought the stand and everything? Yeah, no, it was, it was still on. It was in the stand. In, yeah. Wow. Or wait, did I? No, 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 no. No, yeah, it was. It had to be. I'm trying to think if I had one downstairs for a number. But I, whatever it was, we just, you plugged, just it in, plugged it in. You just plugged it in and bang, it worked. Bang, That's and then, amazing. <laughs> and she came in like 20 minutes later. It's like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
like, sit on down, and have then, a drink, because we got to talk about this. It's totally fine. fine. Totally fine. Okay. fine. But That's that, the most important thing. That literally is why we got cameras. Okay. <laughs> if I had cameras for that, that would have been viral in seconds. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, woman so got, tries to murder so man with Christmas So you got cameras in trip. case something fun happens. That well, you no, he, I, I, we wanted cameras uh-huh. for insurance purposes yeah. in case something bad happens. Mm-hmm. We got cameras because we missed something awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Dude, just put that online that and like, watch this. Because it was like, it was violent. It was horrific. Like, yeah, nobody got hurt. Nobody got Christmas hurt. Street. But it was like a comedy of errors at like yeah. 3 o'clock in the morning on Christmas. Do you ever see something on the cameras and then like have to run down or... I mean, I usually hear it if it's going wrong. Like if okay. I'm, if I'm You'll home, hear it if I'm the... home, if I'm yeah. not around, it's yeah. like, what are you going to do? You know, like I, I had to get cameras, also because of an incident, and I'm of the mind that like you should be able to come into a bar, and there should be no record of your behavior. Like you should be Absolutely. able to get wasted. And the only record and, is a really big tip on your tab. And you know, yeah, like, <laughs> and and there should be like maybe there could be rumors about what you did, but there should be no like oh. evidence of your behavior. Yep. And then, you know, we had a few crazy things happen, and we also had to get cameras. Yeah, it's smart and, to have cameras. It's and it's yeah, just, and you kind of have to. Yeah. Um, I have one segment on this podcast where I read. Mm-hmm. I read. Um, I would like to read a letter from listeners, mm-hmm. and if you um, want to send me a letter to I know the owner podcast at Gmail about your fucking day, I would love to receive one. I don't usually receive any, and so I like to read from and I am the asshole. <laughs> um, oh, you're familiar. Am I and, the asshole? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I like to find an am I the so asshole? We, uh, we all that ask ourselves that our question business. multiple I know. times a day. Um, so that's on Reddit. Are you familiar mm-hmm. or, or, at all? Not of that. Yeah. So there's um, a segment on Reddit. I'm also old, so I don't mm-hmm. really know what it's called, where people say, am I the asshole for whatever I did? Of course. And I try to find some related ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read one. And we're going to see if this person is an asshole. And that's why I have my glasses on. (laughs) So, am I the asshole for refusing to pay at a restaurant that was false advertising? So, my girlfriend, her 27, me 28, wants to go to this fancy new restaurant in the city that she's heard good things about. We get there, and it seems like one of those hipster places, but whatever. I'm hungry. I look at the menu, and this place is crazy expensive. Like, every dish is more than $15, $20. <laughs> and half the ingredients I've never heard of. I order the bison steak, $26. And my girlfriend orders some weird pasta. Noki, spelled N-O-K-I, <laughs> I think $18. Very important. These were listed as entrees, all cap, on the menu. Mind you, with drinks plus tip... This is going to come out to over $60, which is already ridiculous for dinner for two people. <laughs> where, where, where do you go out normally? Like, like I mean, my bar tab you, is you more than $60. You don't go to places like that yeah. regularly. No. So you must know that it's this not a place a you normally go. Special occasion. Yeah, exactly. It is obviously <laughs> a different place. So, what makes it different? Things like prices, yeah. things like decor, yep. things like location, things yep. like everything. <laughs> So anyway, we order as we are starving. 
My steak arrives and I am shocked. It's like six small pieces of sliced steak with some weird sauce on the side and a small and a small handful of salad. I joke to the waiter, "Where's the rest of my steak?" <laughs> and he explains, <laughs> "I don't think he got your joke." And he explains, "They serve smaller portions at this restaurant because they focus on getting the highest quality ingredients." I don't care if this bison was blessed by the Pope himself. It's absurd to charge that much for such a small bit of steak. It's highway robbery. When I go to restaurants, I, I expect an entree to fill me up and be enough for leftovers. I want, I want that chef to cook for me for days and days. I'm complaining to my girlfriend, which I'm sure she is loving, and she's getting annoyed with me. Similar situation with her pasta. It was like maybe 12 pieces of gnocchi dressed up with some fru bullshit. Granted, the food was pretty good. <laughs> but I cannot get over how these tiny portions are. How is this false advertising? You know what I mean? Like, he started the whole thing with, I want to complain about false. Yeah, exactly. Like, everybody who's talked to you has told you what it is. Yeah. Yes, the menu said what the price is for. Yeah. And these, then you ordered the it. The server said, we have smaller portions because yeah. we <laughs> concentrate yep. on quality. Like, where the hell is the advertising? Did we yeah. say $5.99? Like, yeah, all you can brunch? eat. Brunch? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. I'm a big guy, and I like to eat. What can I say? So <laughs> when the waiter bison. comes back, I inform him, we will not be paying for our meal, <laughs> and that they are falsely advertising entrees that barely qualify as a light snack. Oh, so they're, the advertising was putting that was in the entree the section, yes, and not the, the appetizers or kids' meal. The yes, and the kids' meal, yes. <laughs> when the waiter comes back, I okay, I... My girlfriend Sorry, is sir. begging we... me to stop, but that's where we're different. I don't let businesses push me stop. around and rip me off. <laughs> Be begging her to stop what? I... Like complaining or <laughs> like complaining. Or, or yes. writing this idiotic review? My like, girlfriend is review. begging me to stop complaining. A manager comes and apologizes. Shouldn't have. For what? You being but, an asshole? But asks us to leave. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't end up paying. As they realized, I called them out on their bullshit. No, oh, that's the worst. Oh, man. That's not true. They just wanted you oh, out I of there. My girlfriend is silent the entire time on the way back. I'm still hungry, so I drive through McDonald's and get a burger. <laughs> and when I did that, she asked to be dropped off at her place. It's now the next day, and I'm starting to think I didn't handle the situation as well as I could have. <laughs> I could have probably just asked for a discount. My girlfriend hasn't responded to my text, so now I'm starting to think. Am I an asshole? <laughs> the answer is yes. Yes. Uh, yes, you are the y asshole. You are an yes, asshole. You are the asshole. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. First of all, you guys picked a fancy place for a special occasion. Um, the prices were on the menu. <laughs> and you ate it. You have to pay for it. You saw what the price was. They brought it to you. If you had been like, this is too small. That doesn't stop you from leaving when you saw the prices. Yeah. Go right up. Or even We're, when they brought it to you, you could have been like, How did oh, they find no. out about the place? Were they just walking down the street and decided, let's go in here? Or did they 
Like they said, advertise. Yeah, they, is this a yeah. night out for you, idiots? Like, did you come into the city? Yeah, <laughs> they, they even started it with saying like, it was a special well, we went night into the out. city. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so you, you must have heard from somebody. You must have looked it up, whatever it is. Yeah. And maybe you're right. We, they advertise. Did you read their reviews? Yeah. Did they put Were something like, under your door food, in New Jersey? The good, yeah. but the portions are small? Like, yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What Did they say, all you can eat buffet? You know, they, <laughs> was it hanging from your door? <laughs> <laughs> I like I have weird. a feeling that relationship didn't didn't uh, last very I, long. And I cannot stand the phrase she didn't like it or he didn't like it when I called her out or him out. That is <laughs> nonsense. It's like all you did was argue with somebody. When yeah. you when you tell somebody I called her out on her bullshit, man, you you're you're trying to put yourself already in the in the, yeah. the, the winning position. You're yeah. like, oh she didn't like because I called her out. No, you just had a different opinion. And yours probably sucked, but since you're the first one to say, well, I called you out. Yeah. Like, no, you're just an asshole like, that disagrees I, with me. You're not calling me out. I have I have a defense of my position. Yeah. Like I came into American Cheese and I ordered a Long Island iced tea. Oh, and the no, bartender made it and uh, they said that'll be twelve dollars. And mm. then I drank it and I was like, I'm not paying. Twelve dollars is too much. <laughs> and I'm then not. you got beat up. Yeah, it's highway <laughs> robbery. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, no, you're the thief. You stole goods and services from this restaurant. You are a thief. Sir, not only are you an asshole, you are a thief. And these nice people who work there just wanted to get on with their night, and they took a hit. And you know what? The server might have ended up paying for that meal. Yeah, of course. So you may have stolen, like, either the manager just comped it or the server actually had to pay for that. So congratulations, you stole $60 from a waiter. But it's weird because it's like you got to give the guy a little bit of credit because this is not a review. Did, but maybe, <laughs> did we check the reviews of this restaurant? Is it on Yelp or I don't Google? know. But it's, maybe. it's part of, but isn't he writing to the Reddit? He's writing think, to Reddit, but he didn't name saying, the restaurant. I, yeah, I know, but he's saying, am I the asshole? At least he's... So he understands yeah, that like, he might be the asshole. He's not writing a shitty review because so many people write terrible yes. reviews. And you're like, you fucking jerk. You know, it's <laughs> like, I, I want to make another t-shirt that has a finger yeah. like this. We, and on the We fingers, recently got a bad Yelp review that our bartender oh coughed. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, 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 I want to do where it's a, fing- it's a hand and Y-E-L-P yes. is like tattooed in the fingers <laughs> while giving you the finger. You know, like hate and love. Um <laughs> but it says go yelp yourself. Yeah, because, like, go you, yelp yourself. You absolute <laughs> cowards. Like I get yeah. you didn't like it. And yeah. I really feel bad for women named Karen nowadays. It's like know. that it's not a Karen thing. It's a an asshole thing. And unfortunately, yeah. Karen has now become I know. I know synonymous some very with nice people asshole. Karen. Exactly. It's like that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. You know? And um so it's it, like is he if he writes a review and says one star is please false advertising. Yeah. Did he do that also, or because he is know. going through this? But I, at least if you do that, then the manager can reply and be like, "This guy came in, ordered a steak, didn't pay for it." That's Fuck true. Him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even reply to reviews. Like, no, we I, don't. A, we, I, I We're, we're lucky we have a bunch of good ones, I, but there's yeah. always going to be, you know, yeah. somebody. I, I, I mean, you have to. You have I feel like skin. we're a bar, and yeah. so people don't like look at our Yelp reviews to see if they're going to come here. I totally agree. Yep. And so, if you are like an asshole and you're trying to get yep. my bartender fired by leaving them a Yelp review, yeah, we're we're going to read it and we're going to laugh at you. Yeah, exactly. Like we, we don't we're don't, yeah, we don't yeah, care. yeah, that's the thing. You can never care. let that stuff you can't, worry about it. Yeah, like I stand by my staff. Because at the I end of the day, them. it's going to be overwhelmingly positive anyway. If, yeah, if you're doing it the right way yeah. for the right people, of course. Yeah, you know, like we brought up Long Island Iced Tea before. We don't even serve them. 
We just uh, tell you people, say like, no. No, uh-huh. say no. And they're like, why? Because like, it's a stupid fucking drink. You're going to have to get a vodka coke, it's, a rum and coke, and a gin and coke. People who are looking to be <laughs> irresponsible drink it. Like, it's like you're just trying to get, you're trying to put the delivery system almost intravenously. It's yeah. like you're getting that, not, you like the taste of it. Whatever. Yeah. If you drink a Long Island yeah. iced tea, you're trying to get banged up. Yeah. Like, that is who drinks them, you know? And it's yeah. like, no, it's an irresponsible drink. Yes, well, I serve you six straight shots of, of course. whiskey. Of course. But I at will. least it's I know you like can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you could drink six shots of whiskey, mm. I know you can at least handle your whiskey. <laughs> exactly. Then if you're trying to, like, mask it with some Coca-Cola. And, and if you drink six shots of whiskey, you've probably been here before. If you yeah. if you ask for a Long Island iced tea, this is your first time here. Ah, like, so we don't know. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, anybody, and now you're going to throw up sour mix and i got to clean it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, someone's got to uh, clean that. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst part about barback. And like, did you start as a barback? Uh, no, I started as a bartender, mm. but I I went to bartender school. So did I. Did so you? Did I. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like I knew, like I was, I went to college, and I was like, I'm going into the bar business. Like, <laughs> I guess I wasted my parents' money and time yeah, and all the I rest. So. I'm sure I did. Pay them uh, back. But it's um, like I knew I was gonna do that. It's but yeah. I went on the one of those cattle calls, but mm-hmm. I had the biggest tits, so there I go. got the job. <laughs> it does help to be it, a, it did a, help. A, a, it did a, help. A attractive female then, in this business. Yeah. It does help. Um, but also, like I love to hire bartenders that started as barbacks because course, I know, know exactly they, they know they Absolutely. know exactly what to do. They 100%. know how to be out of the way. They know how to clean. They, they I like, like hiring know bartenders that have been servers because yeah. we, like we were yeah. saying before, serving sucks. It's sucks. the absolute worst. Like I want I want bartenders who have served that know serving blows. And yes, and they will they be never the greatest bartender yes. in the world because they never want to be a fucking yes. server again. I was a bartender before I was a server. Yeah, me too. Same and thing. I was mortified the first time I started waitressing that people were so rude to me. And I was mm. like, oh, no, no one was ever rude to me like that when I was a bartender. Yeah, no, and you can't be. so it's, dismissive. It's amazing the, the different <laughs> amounts of respect there is. Like, yeah. you don't screw around with a bartender. Maybe it's because we have three feet of wood between us and like we're up there like a know. judge. We're like facing but, them. But if you're a server on the floor, they they don't, they will give you as much shit as yeah. anybody. It's it's crap. Did you wait tables before? I have, yeah. But it's like when I was bartending at like restaurants, like higher uh-huh. end restaurants where, yeah, you're going to serve and bartend kind of thing. Uh. But it's like, yes, I have, but it was like I bartended first. I've been a bartender the entire time. You yeah. Know, it's like from the beginning, mm. I have served tables. We, you know, we, but we, I've worked in all kinds of, you know, places. So, but yeah, serving sucks. Bartending yeah. rules. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at neighborhood places. A server can't ever do a shot with their table. Yeah. Rarely. Sometimes. And like corporate bartender, like airport bartending must be the worst. Sounds awful. Ah. Especially with those measuring machines. Screw that. That pour like an exact and you gotta like attach it to this machine. I don't like that at all. It's not like you have to give away the house. And and like if you're a pro, you're not in the sense that like you don't have to worry that much about theft, if you will. But it's like if you're, if, if you can't, Work at a if you can't buy somebody a shot, yeah, you know, like then what if then what are, what are you doing? Like if, if you have to look over your shoulder, yeah. like in this I, industry, like oh no, no. I tell my staff, you're me. This Absolutely. is my house. You're yep. inviting people into my house. Hundred percent. If you can't use your discretion and buy them a shot, yeah. 
then it's like you got to be in charge. Yeah. The bartender's in charge. It's one of the the great bartender's things about making New York, the party. Where yeah. it's like yes. state, there are many states where that's illegal is to give away anything. It's but crazy. New York as a culture still holds on to that whole buyback policy. Yeah. You're, not, you're not giving away the place, but you yeah. are creating an atmosphere. You're realizing you're appreciated, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like and what does it cost? It's just the cost of the actual like the cost of the booze. Yeah, but exactly. It's but not yeah, exactly. And it's like that's... The rent is so much higher than the cost of the booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. <laughs> this is New York. Um, are your bartenders still bringing six-packs when they come into work? <laughs> oh, man. No, we're finally past You're, that. Okay. Yeah. It was that bad where it's like we yeah. have to watch every single yeah, yeah. shot that goes out. Like, if you want one, fine. And it's not like they don't yeah. drink that much. You know, yeah. it's like, but it's always nice to be able to, it's, for your bartender to have a shot. Yes. Maybe if you're working for six hours, whatever. I mean, sometimes you know, on a shots. Saturday night, it's really hard to connect oh, with the people 100%. without doing a shot. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they're all 100%. drunk. 100%. Absolutely. And it's like, and that's the freedom we have as in, in the industry we do. Yeah. It's like, we work in some corporate place. Like yeah, I TGF couldn't imagine. Fridays or, oh or my like, God. oh, thank you. Or, and like, I always say, an airport bar. Yes. Airport no, bars. Airport bar seems that's like not, the worst. I mean, like, I hope they make a lot of money, which they probably, I mean, they probably they make do because union, people are spending, They're union. They make union wages. Yeah. So they make but like $22 an hour plus tips. Plus tips. Because yeah. remember this, when you're in an airport, a lot of people are going to their vacations. So yeah, they're they spending a like lot vacation. of money right off the bat. But they're they're spending coming back money. from their vacation, then they're being they're very frugal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't to be in that airport. <laughs> and, uh, Sometimes they're stuck there for hours. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, I couldn't imagine that. And, and you got to drive to the airport every day. Yeah. That'd be the worst. I know. And you have to oh. try, go through security. Yeah. You, you, always, there's, you have to wear a uniform. Yeah. I hate uniforms. Yeah. And it's it's like, always polyester. Yeah. And I, I, here's the thing. It's like, I'm not even bad-mouthing airport bartenders. Like, I salute them because they're probably it's like, not allowed. Jesus, you put up with some crap. They, don't, yeah. they can't drink. They can't. They, listen, their they're friends, you know, their people are, they're, you know, disposable. They're, yeah. they're there for twenty minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever it might be. They can't like, like make, that's a, not make a regular. Yeah. yeah, we have we have neighborhood bars where yeah. you, you meet somebody for the first time. They're going to want to come back there. Yeah, you know, it's and like you oh, like I know about their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And when they're not around, you're like going to their house, yeah. and you're like, what's happened? Like we were talking earlier before the podcast, yeah. you had said that like my social life is. You know, my, my people at my the bar. Staff and my staff and my staff, regulars. exactly. That's it's like, it. Those yeah. are our social lives. Yeah. You know, you could have all different kinds of and groups of friends over your years. You know, you got your college friends, you got your high school friends, mm. you got your, those are my mid-20s, my 30s, yeah. and all the rest. It's like where we are now. But it's like our circle of friends are like, the people that we know. It's your staff and your regulars. Exactly. Those are the people you see every day. Exactly. So don't you want to make those people... Awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't hire a staff and hope for business. What you do is you create yeah. a place with that staff and for those people. Yeah. You know, and that's exactly. And that's one of the most rewarding things about uh, what you and I do because we do basically the same thing. Yeah. Rooms for misfits. Just, yeah. You know, a room for misfits. Put, put whatever you want on the walls. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. Like, I have a, you know, because we call it American cheese because if you look around, it's, you know, the cheesiest crap. I'm yeah. leaning against a poster of, MC Hammer in his yeah, gold pants. Yeah, I like it. While looking at Wonder Woman, Batman and Robin. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Swayze. Yeah. In Dirty Dancing. <laughs> that, that Wonder That's Woman. Amazing. Yeah. In that frame was above my bed. Uh, the uh, week before we got this place. Uh huh. <laughs> I was a forty-year-old male. That's so funny. And that was above my bed. That poster <laughs> was in a shop on Eighth on Eighth Street. Now I can't remember. Oh, it was a shoe store. On Eighth Street, mm-hmm. and I feel like they claimed that they sold those shoes to Wonder Woman, but 
That's probably oh, not that's true. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, Linda Carter, uh, Wonder yeah. Woman. That's like they yeah, made those was... shoes. Is that Neil Diamond in, on top? Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So I've always had right. an affinity for just cheesy crap. Like that's why I call this place the Cheese. Got it. It's with a Z, because everything pizza. cool ends in Z. Yeah. And that, I have a, um, a velvet Elvis around the corner there. Okay. I put a bubble over his head and it says American Cheese. Really? That's a terrible <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> You're well aware of it. Like, we call it cheese because everybody was like, what the fuck kind of name is that? Yes, it's idiotic. It's moronic. It, it, we're trying to make fun That's of like That's how you like, find the, your people. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's, it's we're making fun of the, the chain, goofy, crap, like themed places by mm. making, because all this stuff is what people bring in. Like, you yeah. know that box of shit in your mom's attic yep. or basement yep. that you're never going to put up or use as your in, as people an adult, bring that here? But you're never going to throw away yeah. because it's special to you. Bring it here. We just nail it to the wall. I don't want you to come here and be like, oh, man, oh, my wow, dad I had that brought same poster. Four, I want you to come in here, bring your poster, and we'll put it up My dad wall. brought me four giant containers of crap from his house one day. He brought it to <laughs> Hinterlands, and it's in the basement. Oh, put it and up. And maybe I'll... I mean, up. I don't have a place to put it, uh, but I should. Just but it's, nail it to the wall. That's just nail it to the wall. That's what we do all here. All right, There's all more right. More and more crap. We just nail it to the wall. All right. <laughs> do you have anything to promote? Let's promote American Cheese. <laughs> Come here. Yeah, neighborhood. We're Charlie. on 7th Avenue and... 15th Street. 15th Street. And your hours are... Three to two or three on weekdays and then noon to four on weekends. All right. And they have pizza and they have garlic knots. I don't think they have chocolate chip cookies, but uh, but they were awesome. And uh, I'm going to promote Hinterlands and Minis. And uh, you know where that is. And I think we're good. I think so. Thanks, Brad. It's been awesome. I appreciate this. Yeah, this This is awesome. Thanks for chatting with me. Of course. This has been I Know the Owner. I'm Charlene Wellington. This is Brad Perrine. And have a good night. Bye-bye. Say bye. See ya. <laughs> I know the owner. I know the owner. I know the owner.